How's it going, guys? It's We Talk Sports. I'm your host, Brett Pinelli, with my co-host, Ryan Horst, and we're being joined by Griffin Bauer and Josh Bowine. Um Today, we got a lot of news, specifically a very big uh, news drop that just happened a couple hours ago, and that is that Tom Brady says he is retiring for good. Uh, obviously, massive news around the league about this. Um, one of the greatest players of all time, if not the greatest. Um, you know, he's a player that I've grown up watching ever since I started playing or I'm watching football. And he's always been in the Super Bowl well, most of the years that I've watched. And he's just been someone that's always been hard to beat. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of sad seeing him walk away from the sport. You know, it's a transition of eras going to new guys like Mahomes. But what are your guys' thoughts? You know, what was the impact Brady's had on you watching football? Um, that's incredible meat riding right there. But oh, uh, yeah, I was gonna I, say, new generation. I have I have a couple of things on this one. First of all, I, I'd say like there's a ninety percent chance he's done for good. I'd say like the ten percent uh, chance he comes back is if the Forty ers feel like they need to offer him their quarterback spot and he feels inclined to take that. But I think at this moment he kind of sees. The only teams willing to be taken, like the Raiders and other teams in that kind of position, yeah. uh, as non-contenders, he obviously wouldn't play for a contender. So if the 49ers, I think the 49ers have like two years left in their Super Bowl window. So if they see or if they feel that they currently don't have the answer at quarterback to get it done within the next year or the year after that, I could see them making a call to Brady to see what's up. Obviously, there's a slim chance that that happens. They'll probably roll in next year with Trey Lance. Uh, or Brock Purdy. Um, but yeah, I think he's 90, 90% done for good. And another point I want to raise in regards to that actually uh, relates to Aaron Rodgers. He's kind of like the last quarterback left from the era. I guess you could count Matt Ryan. He's obviously not as good as some of the other guys have been. Um, but yeah, I think this this is actually going to push Aaron Rodgers to play at least one more year. I've always seen Aaron Rodgers as kind of an egotistical guy. Not saying I like him or I don't, but he's kind of like, he's kind of like the villain to like all forty plus year olds. Like yeah. you're above forty years old, you wish you were Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, I think he's gonna see Brady retiring as like uh, his chance to kind of make one last great push and have kind of his own moment without being overshadowed by Brady. So I actually think this is gonna uh, motivate Aaron Rodgers to play at least one more year instead of retire. I honestly could see Rodgers playing a couple more years. Um, don't ask me why. I just have that feeling. I feel like he's got so much left in him, other than, like, you know, compared to, like, Brady or the other guys that have retired. You know, I just think Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever played, and I think he's still playing at such a high level. You know, just his arm talent. Like, you have not seen his arm regress at all in the oh, past. Oh, the beat riding is crazy. Oh, my. I'm just trying to respect greatness. But, like, if you look at him, like, you know, he, he didn't have the best roster built around him this year, and obviously it affected his performance. But, like, his – like, you see guys like, you know, Breeze. He's had, he's had a lot of injuries with Drew Breeze with his arm, so he didn't really, you know, throw deep at all. Um, you know, you see a lot of these older quarterbacks, their arm, like, completely regresses. Rodgers, you haven't really seen much of that. You know, he's still throwing at a very far – you know, he's still, still throwing at a very, like, high level. And you haven't really seen that regression. And I think I could see him playing for a few years, unless he just loses the love for the sport. Entirely possible. Hell. That man regressed I, so much last year. I just don't, I don't think he had a well-built roster around him. No, he didn't. But I, yeah, I, I would agree. I think he's playing at least another year, maybe a couple. 
like Rodgers is that guy that like in his prime, you don't need to have a great roster around him. You get you get you have Rodgers and then you have a few weapons around him, and you're fine. But at this point in his career, you can't do that. No one can do that at this point in their careers. I, it just gives you know San Fran is a contender, honestly, for like you said with Brady. Why not with Rodgers? You know, if they give if San Fran gets Rodgers, I, I don't see a team that can stop them, honestly. With that, yeah, with that I, many. I think- like adding to that point in the last couple of years, we've just seen that in today's NFL, no quarterback can win without an elite receiver. Um, yeah. The last time we've seen that has been Brady, and he obviously had uh, Belichick in one of the greatest dynasties around him. Uh, and he's obviously Brady; he's just the greatest of all time. But like in this in today's day and age, I don't think any team's ever gonna win a Super Bowl without that elite number one receiver. I mean, you could say, oh, the Chiefs don't have that great re- like wide receiver. They have Travis Kelsey. He's arguably one of the great or he is one of the greatest tight ends arguably the greatest tight end ever played a game and then of course you see with the eagles they go out and trade for a number one guy and they're in the super bowl yeah like you know with the 49ers situation you know you got a tough situation coming up like do we do we put all of our trust in the train lands build for the future but like do you want to waste the roster you currently have on developing this guy that has barely played for you guys, or do you bring in a quarterback and get that Super Bowl? And I think, honest, if I was the Niners GM, I'd try to hit my hardest to get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, um, I, I honestly agree. Like, like I said earlier, the Niners' windows probably they probably got one or two more years. Trent Williams is really old. Yeah. Um, George Kittle's getting up there; he's coming close to thirty. He has two years left in his prime. CMC probably has like two years left in his prime. Um, you know, Debo's gonna start to see that wear and tear soon. Already is a little bit. Some guys on the defense, like Warner, um, Armstead, Greenlaw, they're only getting older. So I mean, they gotta make a push now. If they don't, I mean, people forget the Forty Nine ers Super Bowl drought is longer than the Cowboys. They, I mean, obviously the Forty Nine ers have been in conference championships and have been in Super Bowls recently, but they haven't won one since what ninety four. I think. I mean. Yeah. If if they're gonna win one, they they better go out. I think they gotta go get a quarterback. Brock Purdy did look really good, but obviously he just got hurt, bad injury. Trey Lance, they haven't seen enough of him to be certain that he can get it done. I think they just gotta go out and get that vet, experienced quarterback that may not be playing at the top of their game right now, but is still good enough to get it done. On it, like I was, you know, obviously watching the Eagles game and you know seeing what they did with Brock Purdy. Like, Shanahan's offense is ridiculously good. Like, you know, the ability to get his receivers open um, and just how he schemes everything, his play calling is just fantastic. You know, like, they're down to the fourth quarterback, and honestly, like, they didn't even look terrible up until, you know, uh, what was Josh Johnson got his concussion and they couldn't even throw the ball against uh, um, against the Philadelphia Eagles. But, like, even with their fourth quarterback, and I didn't even think they looked that terrible, you know, just the fact that they went on what was it about seven games um, in a row with Purdy is just incredible. Just put in Rodgers in there, and I, I, I genuinely can't see them not winning a Super Bowl. That is just the roster is too good, and Rodgers is too experienced and just too elite to not take that team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, if they get Rodgers, they'll probably be the betting odds favorite to win it next year or tied with the Chiefs or something. Josh or Griffin, let's have you guys hop in. Yeah, you know, uh, this this conversation kind of uh, went away from Tom Brady. I just want to acknowledge, uh, you know, a great career that uh, ended also a year ago today, last year, for what we thought. Um, obviously, that wasn't the case. He ended up coming back. I saw a post today before the podcast, actually, like right before the podcast, that um, 
apparently if he was to stay, it would have like his two decisions were either retire or stay with the Buccaneers. I don't know how true that was. I don't really know how valid that source was. It looked like it was Sports Illustrated. Um, I just thought that was pretty interesting because I mean we we were talking either last week or a few weeks ago about where we thought Tom Brady might end up, and obviously you guys were just talking about it. He could have uh, could still potentially maybe come back and end up on a different team. Um, but if that is true, then I don't think he's coming back because um, I mean I just don't see what would change in Tampa Bay. Um, I mean, obviously, they didn't have a great season this year. In the playoffs, just didn't look great. Um, but, I mean, they have a good amount of pieces and just can't get it done. So, um, regardless, you know what? Tom Brady had a great career. I don't really care. Like, I just... I I don't, like, hate Tom Brady, but also I don't, like, love him. Um, so, like, congrats. You know, I mean, he is the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, and uh, I'm sure he will be missed or will not be missed by a lot of people. But, yep, on to a new generation of awesome quarterbacks like Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I, I, I just want to add into that point. Like, I know a lot of people are going to feel nostalgic about Brady retiring. They kind of feel like that's one of the last dominoes to, like, their childhood generation. You know, all those great QBs and teams. But I'm really excited for, like, the next generation of quarterbacks. I think they have the chance to be even better than a generation that just went out. I mean, mm-hmm. you have Agreed. Mahomes, you have Burrow, you have Josh. Herbert. You have, I mean, this is Justin even Fields, you Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, like, Trevor Lawrence does look like he's going to be one of yes. this generation's staple QBs. You have, like, Justin Fields, if he can turn it up a notch, he could be, like, the next Mike Vick. Like, you have a bunch of guys coming in and, and like, Justin Herbert, too. You have a bunch of guys coming in that is the new generation and I'm excited to see, you know, guys from college even join, you know, Caleb Williams looks like a stud. Drake May. Drake May, no, not like not even joking. He looks like Yes, I know. Uh Bryce Young, you know, Stroud. Obviously not all those guys will pan out. At least one will. So I think this next generation of quarterbacks brings a lot of excitement. I agree. So you know, that you got Dak Prescott. <laughs> Dak Prescott gets hated on too much that despite the uh, that pretty ugly loss, but, you know, well, I'm sure he'll pan out with another team. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of fans are at the neck of Dak Prescott, rightfully so. He had a terrible performance, but, like, yeah. they have to understand, he's back next year. Like, there's no feasible way you can get rid of him if you're the Cowboys. He has a no-trade clause, first of all. Even if he didn't have that clause, I doubt any team would want him on his current deal. Um, it's too much of a cap casualty if they get rid of him after this year. So he's back next year, whether Cowboys fans like it or not. Personally, uh, I'm fine with it. I don't think we're going to win the Super Bowl with him, but he's going to give us entertaining se- seasons. I think we'll go around like 12-5 and five again next year, be back in the divisional. Who knows if we finally get to a conference championship. But, I mean, uh, I think we need to give him one more shot and then look and reevaluate again after next season. I agree. You know, you know, it might just be his time at some point to just move on happens to coaches happens to quarterbacks just give him one more year see what he does hey you never know you honestly never know in the nfl he could take yeah. you here we'll see that's a discussion um, one, yeah one interesting thing about that is obviously kellen moore is being fired he went to the chargers yeah. and mike mccarthy is going to be calling plays next year on offense for the cowboys which i think you know it could be really good for Dak to see a change. Um, obviously, he wasn't working out with Kellen Moore. So I think, I think he deserves one more shot. I think all of the people who are saying that the Cowboys need to get rid of him don't understand how hard it is to find a quarterback that is top 12. I would say 
most people would agree that Dak Prescott is still top 12 to top 15, regardless oh, of what yeah. he did. Yeah. Um, you're not just going to be able to funnel in a top 12 quarterback immediately after. It's not that easy. Um, so I think, I think you just you need to bring him back for one more year. Cowboys are still going to have a super talented roster next year. So that's what I think about that. Yeah. Um, so now we're going to go on to uh, one of the more exciting topics, at least for an Eagles fan, is the um, NFL championship round results. The first and most um, exciting one for me is obviously the Eagles destroy the uh, very injury-riddled um, 49ers 31-7. to um, I just want to give my thoughts on this first. I know, there, you know there's going to be a lot of discussion about this game, I'll tell you that. Um, I'm very proud of the Eagles. I think they played a fantastic game despite Jalen Hurts not even looking 100% healthy. Yeah. It's me the most. is 31 points put up on the Niners' number one defense in the league. We ran the ball incredibly well. Gainwell, back-to-back, great playoff performances. Miles Sanders, I think, had two touchdowns. The offensive line was dominant, shut down the Niners' key defensive players. You know, Hurts throwing the ball looked a little shaky. Um, you know, that's kind of expected. But the fact that we were able to run the ball, it just it, – that made my confidence level for our team just heighten. You know, we're able to win in multiple ways. Uh, I, it just excites me going into the Super Bowl. I, I'm just so excited seeing the Eagles in the Super Bowl for the first time since I was in eighth grade. Um, the defense, um, you know – it's kind of a joke. Like, not how we played. We played fantastic. We got to the quarterback a few times, a few turnovers. Um, but for the Niners, what they had towards the end of the game, like, you, you can't really give the Eagles um, defense too much credit. They couldn't even throw the ball. Like, it kind of makes me feel, like, shitty knowing that. Like, we didn't get a full fair fight. You know, they are down to a, um, a Purdy with a hurt. Um, elbow he couldn't even throw the ball so I wish we got to see a full game I still do think we would have won the game fairly easily even with a healthy Purdy but it just it's it's nice but it still sucks so what are your guys' thoughts on this I want to go last on this I'm gonna let Griffin and Josh go Josh you go ahead okay let's go Josh all right um yeah I think the offense for the Eagles clearly wasn't at uh, their best, but I thought it was very encouraging that, as you said, they put up 31, even though Hertz had uh, uh, less than 150 passing yards, I believed, and didn't do too much on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the Eagles' defense, regardless of who was at quarterback, they were getting constant pressure on them, and I think that was part of the reason why the Niners' offense was shut down, obviously, the quarterback situation. And then, uh, for the long term at quarterback, I think San Francisco is going to go with Purdy, just because I feel like if they wanted Brady, I feel like he wouldn't have retired. I think Brady, that would have been a perfect spot for him because the team's very good. Uh, I think Brady grew up around that area, so I think he would have went there. And then yeah. for the Eagles, I, I know Ryan's not going to like this, but I think they could run the NFC for the next couple of years because they have a big advantage at quarterback that none of the other teams really have. Yeah. Exactly. And on top of that, we got a, a lot of young guys, but we don't really have a ton of uh, um, guys um, that are their contract expiring, maybe like Bradbury and a few other guys, but we'll get to that shortly. Um, so, Josh, is that all your thoughts on the game? Yeah, for now, yeah. All right, Griffin, what, what did you think while watching it? You know what? It was a great game. Can't complain. A win is a win. 
Um, it, you know, it's tough um, to say that the Eagles played their best game just because they weren't playing a fully healthy 49ers team. Uh, so injuries on both sides of the field. Um, I don't know how that game would have been if Brock Purdy was playing. Um, you know, obviously he had the fumble or uh, Hassan Reddick forced that fumble going on. Um, but, I mean, it was a great game. And I think it, putting up 31 points against still a very solid 49ers defense shows that, you know what, they can the Eagles can score if they have to. And I think that's going to be good going forward, uh, going into the Super Bowl against a quick Chiefs defense. Um, and obviously, um, like I literally just mentioned, Brock Purdy wasn't in the game, so it was tough to judge how the Eagles defense played. But you know what? They still held him to seven points. Uh, it's not like Christian McCaffrey was non-existent. I mean, he can, Christian McCaffrey can still make plays when he needs to. Um, so, you know, I think it was a good look for the Eagles. And as for the quarterback situation in San Francisco, it, God, I mean, Brock Purdy, I mean, he won seven straight games with them. I feel like you can't not give him the nod. But you also just spent a first-round pick on Trey Lance, who like didn't look awful when he was playing. So I, I think it's a very tough situation, but I don't think you can keep both of them there. So I'm interested to see what they do in the offseason. The situation a lot of teams wish they were in, knowing that they got three quarterbacks that can win them games. So <laughs> to, to add to Griff's oh, point real quick, I, I would like to see uh, Lance get traded somewhere because I think he does have the potential still. He just needs time to develop, and that's not probably going to happen in San Francisco. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What you were uh, hyping yourself up about. I'm not going to end up delivering the statement I was thinking oh. about. I'm still going to comment on the game. Um, as a non-biased just NFL fan as a whole, the, the Eagles were the best, most complete roster that the NFC had to offer this year. So I will say it is a deserved Super Bowl appearance, even if they did get lucky here and there. Sometimes being lucky is better than being good. Um, just on the, on the game, I think if the 40, I don't know. I don't think the Eagles would have easily beaten the 49ers even if Purdy was at full strength. I do think they still would have won, won the game. I think if you play that game 10 times at the link, the Eagles probably win 6 out of 10. Um, so, yeah, it was a deserved win, deserved Super Bowl appearance. Just the, the one thing that I feel like I have to – the one thing that always has just annoyed me about Eagles fans. Um, Uh-oh. I mean – Cowboys fans get hate because, you know, they're just – their heads up their ass. They're delusional. They're always like, this is our year that we're finally going to – I'm not – I would like to say I'm not – I don't think as my – like myself as one of those kind of head-up-your-ass Cowboys fans. But the one thing that I think all Eagles fans have in common is that they just – they're fair-weather fans. They, they stand out, you know um, – they stand out there and they're all like, oh, yeah, dickhead, we're Delco, we're from Philly, Eagles, go birds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they stand out there. I mean, yeah. Flinging around the word dickhead, you know, acting like they're all tough. You know, Eagles fans, we're Philly tough. My brother, you literally grew up in a gated community in Bucks County. Come on. Uh, <laughs> and also, you know, I haven't been at an Eagles game since t- 2016 i think it was but my dad was at an eagles game this year even though he's a cowboys fan he was there with some clients it was eagles jaguars um and if you remember that game it was early in the season uh the jaguars went up 14 nothing and the eagles fans were filling the stadium with booze it's 14 nothing in the first quarter mind you the eagles fans are filling the stadiums with booze 
my all my dad hears around him is a bunch of guys being like, "Oh, Jalen Hurts is such a dickhead. He stinks." <laughs> In the Sirianni, such a dickhead. He doesn't run the ball. And then the Eagles turn the game around by halftime, and by halftime, those same guys that were just filling the stadium with booze and just like saying all that stuff are just like, "Yo, Hurts is MVP. Anyone who disagrees is a dickhead." Like, I just can't stand that kind of fandom. And I know you guys aren't like that, but, like, when I think yeah. of the Eagles fan base, that's what I think of. And it's just, I feel like it's such a, for the most part, toxic fan base. Like, if you don't do something, like, if you don't execute perfectly, you're going to be taking shit. Like, thinking about it, if I'm thinking about if Dak Prescott had an eagle on his helmet instead of a star, at least, at least if he has a star on his helmet, his own fan base is going to be delusional and is going to say, oh, yeah, you know, we can still win a Super Bowl with that guy. If he had an eagle on his helmet, that dude would be rode out of town on horseback with people with pitchforks chasing him across yeah. town. I mean, I feel like it, that's it's just how a, it... It's a ridiculous way to, to have a fan base. I, I, just, I, I just can't vibe with the Eagles fan base. I was first introduced to football. At first, my first... NFL game that I can remember was 2012 Cowboys versus Washington. Uh, the Cowboys needed to run the table, win their last two games, make the playoffs that year. They ended up beating Washington and then losing to the Eagles. Um, yeah, Kyle Orton was the Cowboys quarterback that game. It was disgusting. Uh -huh. but the Eagles won and made the playoffs. And I remember, you can influence a little kid easily. I was in second grade. Wait, I think. Well, hold on, hold on. Don't interrupt me yet, please. I was Woo! in second grade. I was Woo! in second grade. And you could influence a little kid easily. So I was like going into school, like, you know, I see all these guys in Eagles jerseys. Maybe I should become an Eagles fan, even though my dad is a diehard Cowboys fan and wanted me to be a Cowboys fan. You know, maybe I should be an Eagles fan. And I remember coming into school and some, somebody, I think, heard some way or one another that my family had Cowboys fans in it. And we were in second grade, mind you. And just a horde of second grade, you know, elementary students were just berating me all day long after one regular season win and i was just like this is this is terrible like i i can never i can never be a Eagles fan it's just terrible i i just that's that, that that's like part of the statement i had to say about it but again at the end of the day as an nfl fan just completely removing myself from any bias or completely removing myself from any fan base affiliation the eagles did have the most complete roster in the nfc Howie Roseman did a great job building it. I wish Jerry Jones would be, you know, kind of aggressive like Roseman was this offseason. Uh, so the Eagles do deserve the Super Bowl appearance. But just know, if the Eagles lose the Super Bowl, you can think of me as Stephen A. Smith waiting in the wings oh. with my cigar. And you can just think of me waiting. I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl in the corner of the room, eating my buffalo wings, and I'm going to be waiting. I'm going to be waiting for the end of the game and the scoreboard. Oh. And if the Eagles have less points than the Chiefs at the end of the game, I'm going to let you hear it. Real quick. First of all, the Eagles are 4-12 that 2012 season, Andy Reid's last year. I think you're thinking of the 2013 season, our first season with Chip no, Kelly. No, no, no. I, I meant like 2012-2013 season, so it would be fall of 2012. Okay, then Chip Kelly's first year, then you are correct. You are correct. Yeah. So it's like December 2012. That was the first um, season that I watched uh, football and, you know, the iconic picture of me um, talking about the Saints beating the Eagles in the wild card round. You know, that's yeah. 
that that was that last year I'm talking about. It was 2012, 2013 that season. Um, good times, and I'm sorry about the second grade harassment or third grade harassment. Third, uh, no. Maybe it was third grade. Yeah, I think it was third grade. You know, you live and you learn. I for, I ended up you know forgiving everyone. One of the one of the harassers was Connor Papard. You know, me and him ended up oh, being Connor great Papard. friends for years. So you know. There's life outside of football, but when it comes down to football, I see the Eagles jersey, and I want to just toss it as far away from me as possible. Well, we're going to find out this Super Bowl. We're going to make our predictions shortly, but we got to go over the chiefs Bengals game. I was able to catch the end of this game. You know, the Chiefs obviously won 23-20. to Last-second field goal. Um, you know, a roughing uh, – I mean, unnecessary roughness call at the end of the game that um, cost the Bengals uh, to go into overtime. Um, you know – you know, like I said, I wasn't able to watch the entire game. I was working, um, but I was able to watch the end. Uh, I was hearing a lot of uh, controversial stuff about the, the about the refs and how the Chiefs were getting many chances on plays and that it's scripted, blah, blah, blah. So for the people that watched it in here, uh, what, what are your guys' thoughts on the game? Uh, you know what? It was a great game. Uh, I was able to watch most of it. Uh, you know, it's tough to see the Bengals go like that. Um, I know, obviously, the media was very focused on uh, centering in on Joseph Osai and the uh, mistake he made. Um, but um, uh, let's not forget that he actually did have a good game up until that point. He had two QB hits, um, and he was pressured the quarterback, like, all night. He's a young player. I'm pretty sure he's 23 years old. Um, and, you know, he had a lot riding on him. Obviously, look, it was not a great idea to shove uh, ESPN's favorite athlete ever into the ground after he's already out of bounds. Um, uh, especially the refs, too, uh, because they're calling that shit. And it might have cost them the game. But um, besides that, you know what? I don't think uh, people should be hating on him that much. He's a young player. And uh, if you were in that position, it, it sometimes it's hard to notice when you're out of bounds. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a great game. Uh, I did not want the Chiefs to win for the Eagles' sake, obviously. Uh, I just don't think the Bengals as good of a team as the Chiefs. Um, but yeah, you know what? It was a good game. Yeah, I agree with Griffin. Uh, obviously, just feel terrible for that. Uh, pretty much, he's a kid who um, had just that penalty on him. He's, I think he's 22 or 23 years old. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a really tough spot to be in because the whole world, the whole media just knows what you just did. And there's going to be people that are really angry about it, uh, specifically either Bengals fans or Chiefs haters or people that bet on the game. So you have, like, those three groups just absolutely coming after you. Um, it's a tough spot to be in. Don't know what I would do if I was in that spot. Um, but other than that, yeah, it was a really good game. I don't think Burrow played particularly well. But, again, he didn't have Tyler Boyd, and he was constantly under pressure. So how much can you really blame him? Um, Mahomes looked good, even with that bum ankle. Hopefully he heals up for the Super Bowl. He's got two weeks, so he should be able to. It's about yeah. all I got for that game. Yeah. And real quick, what are you guys' thoughts on the uh, uh, one of the I don't, I'm not sure exactly who it was, but one of the teammates on the Bengals just screaming at him. Yeah, um, Jermaine Pratt was screaming at Joseph Osai. No, I honestly thought that was blown way out of proportion because if you actually watch the video, he wasn't screaming directly at Osai. Osai, no, I mean, Osai yeah. wasn't the guy in front of him, I believe, right? It yeah. wasn't. I was behind him. Yeah. Osai, so he wasn't like screaming. I think it was kind of just reactive. Like he just lost a huge game. Obviously, you don't want to see him say that because Osai is obviously already, you know, feeling really bad about it. So I, I don't think he should have yeah. said it. I think it was. I also think it was just blown way out of proportion. You know what? Uh, yeah. 
Ryan, to your uh, to your happiness, uh, I actually uh, kind of fuck with Micah Parsons and how often he's on Twitter. Uh, he definitely is a man of the people because what what I when you mentioned that clip, that one of the first things I remember is uh, Micah Parsons. He was like, "Man, this is so sad to see. I hate this." Yeah, um, I mean, Micah Parsons. Yeah, like, he's a, I think he's it was definitely thrown out of proportion just because. I mean, look, Jermaine Pratt's a veteran in the league, and it it was a tough thing. To, for the Bengals to see in those last seconds of the game, especially considering it, it probably very well could have was what costed them the game. Uh, right. But I mean, you know what? It's, it's short term anger. I mean, I bet they're probably completely fine now. Like it happens. It's not the right, first yeah. time some like a brutal mistake has happened before. So you're angry. You're trying to chime in. Yeah, I was just gonna say the same. Like everyone's gonna blame him for that crucial mistake, but he was solid all game. And then there were so many other points in the game that could have went Cincy's way. Like, even on that same possession, Sky Moore had a big pump return to set him yeah, up in yeah, that yeah, midfield right. already. So, I I mean, there's always other points that they uh, could have pointed to. Yeah, I mean, I was, there's so many mistakes every game, but everyone only remembers the final mistake. Yep. So, that's what's going to be remembered from that game. You know, it sucks to see, but he's a, he's a good player. He'll be back on the Bengals next year, so he'll, he'll have a chance to redeem himself. Yeah. Also, I... I was oh, sorry. I I was very impressed with the Chiefs. I think they lost what like six players in the game, yeah. like Willie Gay, Juju, yeah. Tony, Sneed. So if those guys all get healthy, uh, they won without them. Um, so it it it's pretty scary that they were able to win with all those guys getting hurt. Honestly, like I know all the Eagles fans were like, um, would rather see the Bengals and the Chiefs, and I do agree with that. If I was an Eagles fan, I would have rather seen the Bengals. But I think, like, top to bottom, the Bengals roster is built better than the Chiefs and they have more guys. But, like, I would just the rather, only, I would just rather yeah. not see Mahomes. That's the thing. Well, like, that, yeah, that I, and the only thing is the Bengals' offensive line is yeah. approach. Right. The Eagles definitely would have eaten that up. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, this just leads into the Super Bowl, which I think has the potential to be an incredible game. Uh you know, you got the Eagles, who have one of the best, one of if not the best rosters in the entire NFL, against the Chiefs, who is led by Mahomes. You know, Mahomes gives you the best chance to win. A lot of connected, uh, a lot of connected storylines here. You know, the Andy, Andy Reid used to coach the Eagles, the two Kelsey brothers, and a lot more. Um, Nick Sirianni was a Chiefs coach as well. Yep. Um, so, so now we're on to our predictions. Uh, Griffin, what is your prediction um, for this uh, upcoming Super Bowl? Man, I cannot wait. I am already just anticipating this game. Uh, we got a long weekend here as well down at Chapel Hill. For some reason, we have off Monday and Tuesday. Um, so if the yeah, Eagles win Monday. Monday night, I am going to be having a great weekend. <laughs> um, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, and Valentine's Day, too. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. But uh, that's besides the point. That is, damn, that was a little... Hit a little too close to home, Ryan, but we're here to talk about sports. We talk sports. Um, I think this is going to be a great game. Two very, very powerful offenses. Um, two teams dealing with significant injuries as well, but keep in mind they still have uh, another 11 days until this game. I think that's a big factor, especially for Patrick Mahomes uh, with his ankle. Um, he got 11 days. Jalen Hurts, even with his shoulder. Brett, you had mentioned earlier that he wasn't looking uh, – a hundred percent. Um, and a lot of guys got banged up in that game, uh, between the chiefs and the Bengals. Um, so I don't think injuries are going to be as much of an impact in this game. I think it's just going to be who is the better team. And that's what makes it so exciting. I think this is going to be a high scoring game. 
Uh, teams that are good on both sides of the field, I personally think the Eagles have a better defense, and I, I don't really know if I can speak to the offense because both teams are just so good in their own ways. Uh, you have Patrick Mahomes carrying an elite offense. Travis Kelsey can do it all. You have Jalen Hurts in a, an offense that has an amazing offensive line, even maybe with not the greatest running backs, but running backs can, that can do what they have to do. You got great wide receivers. Um, I think the final score, my final score prediction would be 38-31 Eagles, bringing it home to Philly. Wow. Um, so, you know, obviously it might be a little biased on my part, but um, if you guys remember a couple podcasts ago, um, I actually mentioned that I think the Eagles were going to make the Super Bowl but actually lose. Um, but what I saw in the past couple of weeks, the pure dominance against New York, the dominance against the um, against San Fran, obviously injuries helped us. But um, despite that, what I saw in the game against San Fran, the ability to run the ball, even though we weren't able to throw the ball that great, um, I, every, all of the signs of our performances in the playoffs just show that they are ready um, for the Super Bowl and against a and fantastic um, opponent, the, the most challenging opponent opponent we're going to be seeing this season. Um, I think we match up well against the chiefs obviously any like you can't really match up well against mahomes but um but like you know if you look at the rosters top to bottom we easily have the better roster but you know having mahomes back there is going to be a massive challenge to go against despite that i think our defense our defensive backs um i think our offense is going to put up too many points um i i just i think the eagles are going to beat the chiefs in this one in a Massive shootout, um, 34-31 Eagles. Uh, Very similar score to yours, but I think it's going to wire. Um, points are going to be put up all the time. Um, and also another big reason is how healthy is Mahomes going to be? Yes, he has two weeks, but you know that's gonna, I think that d- definitely could hurt him, especially with how good our defensive line is. He's not going to be that great at escaping out of the pocket like he normally is against our D-line. And when we get to him, if we, if we get to him, he's not going to know what to do. He's going to be rushing the ball. If we hit him a few times, he's going to be scared. Um, I think the Mahomes injury is actually going to be a big impact on the game and might be the, the reason we win. Um, J- Josh, Ryan, your, your uh, predictions. Yeah, um, the Chiefs, I think, are very underrated defensively, but I just don't see any way they keep the Eagles' offense like under 20 or whatever. So I think they would have to develop some sort of run game with Pacheco, even though it's not really what they do best. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really interested to see how the Eagles attack Kelsey, just because he's been torching everyone per usual all playoffs. And I wonder if it's someone like Gardner Johnson goes on him or if they double or what they do. Um, but I think the difference is the Eagles' pressure on Mahomes is going to force him to make quick decisions and move around the pocket on his ankle, and I think that's the difference. So I'll take the Eagles to win 31-27. Ooh. Okay, Ryan, your thoughts? If I was a Vegas odds maker, I would have the Eagles favored, and the Eagles are favored. By but, one and a half currently. But I'm not a sheep, and I pick against the green, and I'm certainly not an Eagles fan. So, I think Andy Reid is taking his burger, and he's in the lab right now. He's in the lab at his house, watching film after film after film, eating his burgers. And he's figuring out what he needs to do to scheme against Jalen Hurts, because no one else has done it. 
besides the Commanders, but that was kind of a fluke. No one else has schemed against and successfully beaten Jalen Hurts yet. But Andy Reid's cut from a different cloth. He's just, I mean, an extra large cloth. But he is just in the lab, scheming, getting ready for this game. He's hungry for another Super Bowl. He hasn't had one. He's fat. You're really just calling him fat, dude. Yeah, all right, sorry. Uh, enough with the jokes. He hasn't had one. What if he's watching? Uh, yeah, what if, he is he's watching. watching. I talked to him earlier. I'm rooting for you, Andy. But anyways, 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 he hasn't had a Super Bowl since 2020, even though that's relatively uh, short time frame compared to NFL history. Um, three years later, he's lost the Super Bowl since then. He is itching for another one. He's not hungry for another one. He's itching for another one. Okay. So he, uh, <laughs> he's in the lab watching film. I honestly don't think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I've noticed a lot of people predicting the game saying both teams are going to have 30-plus. I mean, we rarely see a Super Bowl that's that high-scoring and entertaining. I don't think we've seen one since the last time the Eagles were in it. So maybe they do it again. You never know. It's certainly possible. But I think it's going to be more of like a, a 23-20 or a 24-21 to type of game. But yeah, I, I am going to pick the Chiefs to win it. Um, even though I think the Eagles are rightfully favored and have a great shot to win. Who am I to pick them to win the Super Bowl? That would just be, that would be like tyranny against the Cowboys to pick the Eagles on the Super Bowl. So I'm going Chiefs 23-20. Okay, that's a good one. Um, so just with that, you no, know, obviously we got to wait uh, two weeks for the Super Bowl. But in the meantime, we got the Pro Bowl, and they released the um, alternatives, and you know, a little bit controversial. You know, Tyler Huntley um ends up making it in the replacement despite only playing six games this year um we got trevor lawrence in there obviously i think that's well deserved Derek carr debatable but a much better pick than tyler oh nah. um so what are your thoughts on the alternatives and so yeah <laughs> Anyone? Right. Uh, i guess i'll chime in first for this one uh, i think like a decade ago the Pro Bowl was actually exciting and meant something. I don't know if that was just because we were like little kids and excited to see like all the stars of the game come together. But now it's kind of just a joke. Um, Josh Allen opted out of the Pro Bowl and he's currently slated to play golf that day. He said huh. he was injured. He said he was injured, but he's playing in like I think it's called like the Players Championship or something. He's playing golf instead of going to the Pro Bowl. Joe Burrow opted out. He's not even injured. He just straight up said, "I don't want to go." So that's why you have, I mean, Lawrence was deserved. I think it's, I mean, it would have been Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, but obviously Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So it would have been Burrow, Allen, Lawrence. So I think out of those three quarterbacks, Lawrence is the only one who really deserves it. Derek Carr was just straight up one of the worst QBs in the AFC this year. Literally got benched for Jarrett Stidham. How was he in the Pro Bowl? I don't know. He even doesn't know. He tweeted out that he doesn't, he was like, is this the correct year for me to be going? Like he, he doesn't even know how he's in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I said I said it was like more deserved than Huntley. I never, I didn't think he deserved it, but I thought it was. No, no, I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm not saying anything you said was wrong. You, yeah, you, yeah, but like he he doesn't even think he deserves it. So I mean, the Pro Bowl is just a joke nowadays. They got they got to just scrap it. I think. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like you know, uh, I don't even know. There's just so many other quarterbacks that are just like worthy to be on that list, and they choose. You know, like you said, Derek Carter like was benched. Tyler Huntley is a backup that played six games. Trevor Lawrence being the only one. It's just I don't really understand what was going on. Like, 
It, like, was this like player voting? Like, what was like? How are they choosing? I honestly don't even know how. It works. Yeah, I don't know either. I think fan voting might be like how you determine the top three, which fans got it right. But then once those guys opt out, I don't know how they deal with replacements. But I, I don't even. It was whatever they did was wrong. Yeah, like, it, we, let's take a look at the NFC, you know? Like, honestly, the NFCs is not bad. You got Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff. Like, that's not bad at all. It's better. It's better. It's, it's well, honestly... Like, like, when you think of the Pro Bowl, like, when you think of the Pro Bowl, you don't think of those guys. Like No, absolutely I mean, not. You gotta, I think I think you should, just, you should still have the Pro Bowl, but, like, get rid of the actual game. Because when you see the Pro Bowl, you should see names like Allen Burrow Mahomes. In the NFC, you should see Hertz. I mean, Geno Smith deserved it. You should be seeing those names. I mean, it's just kind of a joke that you have to go to, like, Huntley was, like, the seventh alternate because so many guys just don't want to play in the game. They got to just, like, they got to do something, like, still recognize the right guys. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think I, I could have saw it wrong, but I'm pretty sure they got rid of the regular game and made it, like, yeah, a Yeah, they just the pro game. games now. It's like a competition. Yeah, they, like, I think they're trying to try something new just to – make it fun again they have like the flag football game instead then they have all the events like dodgeball and but, best like, catch the, the issue i but have I with that is like how much that's gonna work the issue i have with that is like no longer then should pro bowls be used as like a, a hall of fame argument you know what i mean because like mm-hmm. if you're talking about like say geno smith somehow wins a super bowl and some idiots are like he's a hall of famer because he has like two pro bowls whatever I mean, you can't really, you shouldn't be able to use Pro Bowls anymore. It's kind of like a joke. Like, yeah. Because a lot of people always list Pro Bowl as an accolade, but it's not an accolade anymore. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's just, you look through here, like, Tyler Huntley's got a Pro Bowl under his belt. Like, um, if you keep scrolling. And, and, like, in addition to that, that screws up the free agency market because if you get, don't, if you, if you like make a Pro Bowl, aren't you eligible for more money? Um, yeah. yeah, it does. Or it might just be all pro, but I think if you get make a Pro Bowl, you are eligible for at least a little bit more money. Yeah. And there's no way that like Tyler Huntley should be able to run up the quarterback, like backup quarterback market, because he has a Pro Bowl under his belt. Amon Ross St. Brown's got a Pro Bowl. I'm not saying he's bad, but like, is I mean, he, he deserves. No, he deserves. He's good. I, I, you can make. He's it. good. No, he's I good. Just, I mean, God, he, it was just, it's a Pro Bowl. In the league, you think of like the top receivers, and like I'm not saying he's bad; he's a good receiver. But does he deserve to be like, damn, that's a Pro Bowl wide receiver right there? That's a number one like receiver that the quarterback can rely on every single play. I just don't view yes. him. I don't. I, 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 I believe I he replaced AJ Brown. I think so. He was number four, and I think you could easily make a case. I mean, for yeah. like, like I see what Brett's saying, though. Like just the amount of like replacements that they're delving into to get. Mm-hmm. A, uh, a like a Pro Bowl label like since Jason Kelsey is going to the Super Bowl the Cowboys center Tyler Biotis is now a Pro Bowl center and don't get me wrong Biotis is very very good center and I'm excited that he's coming back next year but when I see Tyler Biotis I don't think Pro Bowl no yeah that's exactly what I'm saying like I'm not saying um, St. Brown's a bad receiver I know no, he's I a- what you're saying I see he's like I think of St. Brown more as like he's a very good receiver but I don't I, if it was like 2013 I wouldn't think of him as Pro Bowl but since the Pro Bowl is what it is nowadays, I, I understand. Yeah, absolutely. Derek Carr has got a Pro Bowl under his yeah. belt after the year. Derek, Tyler, 2022 Derek Carr should be as far away from the Pro Bowl as possible. Tyler Huntley that. passed for 658 yards, had two touchdowns, yeah, three I mean, interceptions, and a 41 QBR the, this year. The crazy thing about Huntley is that when he did play, he was bad. 
Like yes, exactly. And he, that's, that's the funniest part to me. This The entire Pro Bowl is a joke to me now. I appreciate Trevor Lawrence making it. And obviously some of the players that are in there couldn't make it because they're in the Super Bowl. And a lot of guys just don't want to play. There's obviously something wrong with the system. If your best players in the league who are not in the Super Bowl do not want to play in the game, it should be more interesting. And it should be more interesting to the fans too. Who wants to see Tyler Huntley play yeah. in the Pro Bowl when he was not even close to being good in the regular season? It's just a joke. Yeah, it's like, a, Real quick, why the hell is Lamar... Not like why is Tyler? I mean, he's injured, I think. Well, yeah. I, I still would have picked I, Lamar over Ty Huntley. I don't, I don't think you can pick a guy who's willingly injured. Oh, I mean, yes, yes. Like what I'm, I'm saying is like, yeah. No, I agree with the sentiment though. He would have been picked over Huntley. Should have been, but like, I don't think he can. Yeah. Ever rule they have in place. It's just ridiculous, man. It. I don't even know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's stupid. Like, what the hell is going on with this? The Pro Bowl just doesn't mean anything anymore. It doesn't. No, absolutely not. Uh, the NBA, the NBA All Star is way more like enticing and way yeah, more exciting. Better with it because they they put the charity incentive into it as well. So players Wait, are more is the NBA All Star weekend next weekend? It's soon. I, 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 yeah, I think it's like two weeks. Like, oh, well, it's the week after the Super Bowl, or is it the week of the Super Bowl? It's the nineteenth. It's a week after. Yeah. A week after. I mean, the NBA All Star weekend is always fun, so I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah, excited for that. It's just like this is just like. It's just a joke. It's an absolute joke. It's bad. It's bad. Oh, come on. Like, oh, God. Like, what the hell is this? Brett is so pressed. No, it's just like, I'm just like scrolling through. Like, a lot of these yeah, guys. Yeah, I know. I know. I just did too. That's why I got even more upset. I don't even know. Like, I'm, I'm just scrolling through all of these. Some of these, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, even when they did actually play the physical game last year the game is such a joke you just run up and to tackle a guy you pretty much just bear hug him like you don't even make a tackle i mean right no one wants to get hurt but like they they have to think of another solution that's better than playing dodgeball all weekend or we're playing fucking madden (laughs) (laughs) you guys gonna be watching the flag football game oh yeah i'm so excited i think i'm gonna spend my weekend doing something more fun than that yeah, like you guys want to watch um um when you guys want to watch uh, Derek Carr playing Madden, like <laughs> come on, what the he hell is to that too? Like I love Derek Carr, um, but yeah, you guys already know. On Derek Carr, before we wrap this up, this episode up, what do you guys think is going to happen with him? Do you think he deserves another starting shot on another team? Yeah, yeah, on another team, or maybe hey, maybe he'll go maybe- to Tampa Bay. He could be a very good backup. You never know. We'll see. I mean, his contract's absurd. Yeah. Yeah, you're I right. Guess, I guess I could cut him. I don't know. He'll probably start somewhere next year, whether that be Washington, the Jets, or the Bucks, or something like that. Washington would not be a bad spot for him, actually. Yeah, I mean, I could, Washington is in that cycle where they're probably not bad enough to completely rebuild, but not good enough to recruit. I, mean, I know on the first episode, I, I said Lamar or... Aaron Rodgers was going to Washington. I changed my mind on that. Dan Snyder's just so shitty that he'll never pull in one of those quarterbacks and the organization as a whole. So, like, a guy like Derek Carr, yeah, I could see him playing for Washington. And then real quick, is Wentz done? Is Carson Wentz done? Yeah, he's cooked. He's cooked. Yeah, he's done. Like, you know, like is he, do you think he's going to be a backup or is he just going to be retired? Like, what's, if what's... I could, if Maybe. I could transport, like, back in time to 7th or 8th grade when I was in those Dak versus Wentz debates, that's one bright spot about Dak right now is that Eighth grade me is so happy right now because I remember just being against the masses of the Dak versus Wentz debate 
And I mean, eighth grade me just came out victorious. So he's, he's smiling right now. Yep. Yeah. But um, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Um, very fun episode. Uh, hey, be on the lookout for uh, ramping up college basketball talks. I know me, Griffin, and Josh are looking forward to that one. Yeah. Before the Super Bowl, you know, next week, I'm sure we'll be, be talking about more basketball stuff because I don't, I don't know if we're going to really be covering like uh, Derek Carr winning the Madden tournament or anything. So, yeah, <laughs> like, like, it's going to be a slower week. We'll talk about basketball and then, you know, obviously Super Bowl the week after that. That's going to be a and then once the Super Bowl ends, it's March Madness ramping up, baby. That's oh, right, baby. Okay. That's right. Oh, yeah. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. This should be out Thursday or Friday. Hope you guys have a nice day. Peace. E-I-G-L-E.